Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast Weekly News Roundup where we bring you all of the hottest news and takes and rumours from the wrestling world today. I'm Troy, joined as always in the two-man booth today by Jay. How you doing, man? I'm all good. I've just done a first aid course and work and I'm slightly mentally drained, so I'm glad to be talking about wrestling and not um, applying adhesive... Um, whatever it is to wounds i passed anyway guys it's all good <laughs> honest Flying definitely want colors. me to first aid um <laughs> nice nice yeah i've uh, i've currently got some building work going on in the house um so if there are random bumps and noises and drills and hammers and bricks falling over and whatever else is entailed within building a house extension throughout this podcast throughout this episode then you know why so, without further ado, let's crack on with some news. Um, starting off with the Hall of Fame. So, it announced earlier this week that uh, the 2021 Hall of Fame will be taking place on Tuesday, the 6th of April. That will include all of 2020's inductees, as well as a new class for 2021. Uh, that's at the start of what is a colossal week of wrestling with a two-night takeover, two-night mania, Raw, SmackDown. So, an awful lot going on that week um but as a reminder for those in the 2020 hall of fame uh, it was batista jbl british bulldog uh jushin thunder liger the nwo the bella twins and announced this week i think it was on the bump um that the first inductee of the 2021 hall of fame is molly holly which is awesome it is very awesome molly holly long overdue as well yeah 100%. 100%. It, it would have made me sad if the Bells wins had gone in before Molly Holly. So I'm glad they're going at the same time. <laughs> technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the same show. It's fine. Same time. Same time. Yeah, and that's awesome news. Um, obviously, speculation rife as to who else will go in this year as well. Um, have you? Got I, any I, wonder, takes? I wonder if um, Christy and all Big Show were under consideration before. Oh, you know one of them was. <laughs> yeah, well, Christian wasn't. Absolutely, 100% wasn't. Big Show probably was um, at some point. Uh, Taker, maybe? Maybe. But then I feel like they're going like to hold that off until next year when it's in Texas. Yeah, and it feels like they wouldn't kind of overlook that with, yeah. um, with it being part of like two like a, classes. A double one, yeah. If they're going to put him in, it's going to be one on his own. Like, yeah, I, I get a, the a year on its own. I get the impression that the rock's probably going to be saved till Hollywood. Um, yeah, and Taker's going to be saved till next year. I, I honestly don't know. There's there's not really uh, like many massive names left, is there? Not really. Um, obviously the only other person I could think of, of time yeah, is Big Show or Kane and. Big Show's just left the company, so he's not going anytime soon. Anytime soon, does he? <laughs> neither's Jericho, neither's Christian. Uh, nah. Kane, maybe, possibly, yeah, maybe Mayor Glenn, but yeah, again, it's not a bad chance. Yeah, um, 
but yeah, congrats to Molly Holly, uh, first in 2021. Like you say, very, very much deserved. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, awesome. Definitely excited. Long, to see long goes in. overdue. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, next, we've got John Laurinaitis has returned to his former role as head of talent relations in WWE. He previously held the role from 2004 to 2012. This has left several wrestlers concerned, though, um, as one wrestler indicated that his insistence on embracing the diva style of performers over in-ring acumen during his time there. Um, and they were, were worried that line of thinking would be reflected in his hiring method again. Um, he, he'd been out of talent relations for nine years at, the, at, uh, at this time, um, and he's replaced Mark Carano. Several WWE superstars told uh, Fightful.com that Marcarano was easy to work with on the surface, but hard to trust, particularly after the April 2020 releases. Those cuts in general eroded a lot of trust within the company after several wrestlers were let go who were made long-term um, promises, and Carano was said to be a big part of that. Pretty hell. Um, I mean, it, it's weird to hear that Johnny Ace is back in that role, considering... When he hired Zach Gowan originally, wrestler. Um, obviously, yeah, it's just it's just a weird one. Like, there's there's all the sort of Vince's like sort of inner circle that he has, and there's a lot of people that he sort of hires as like sort of go tos, like Bruce Pritchard's and all that. Obviously, he's back in that role, um, and he had like Pat Patterson, who sadly passed away, uh, mm-hmm. and. John Laurinaitis was a big part of that as well. So it, it feels it feels like the kind of the they have like the sort of a comfort blankets, but people that they kind of bring in to set roles yeah, as yeah. a go-to, yeah. If yeah. they feel like the company needs it. Um I mean it definitely doesn't if that was his kind of embracing that diva style performance, the company it, if, definitely doesn't fucking need that. If he's gonna be hiring like people based on the look and not their actual wrestling ability. I mean, I I don't mind if it's some if it's people who are like already athletes. Yeah, yeah. Because the like, you you look you look at it this way, and like a lot of the time when in the past they'd hired people who just look good, who were like bodybuilders or models. Mm-hmm. It, it shows, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Whereas yeah, you look yeah. at you look at someone who was like an American footballer, for example, like Roman or Biggie, and they've clearly improved as a wrestler and are good wrestlers because yeah. they're already athletic athletic. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, hopefully it's not not more of the same. Mm, fingers crossed. Um yeah. moving on. Uh, WrestleVotes are reporting that most of the WrestleMania card is not close to finalized. Most of it is back to square one. I mean it's not it's 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 unlike WWE to write things at the last minute. Um, did you see the other thing they put on that tweet? <laughs> No, which I forgot to write down. Um, they they put twenty eight days out is bad by Vince, even by Vince. <laughs> which, yeah, I mean your biggest yep. show of the year. You'd think you'd like to think they'd have something sort of set, like some kind of match card set, like in stone at this point. Um, I mean, the only match we know is happening were two matches: Sasha and Bianca and Roman and Edge. That's well, three. It. Randy and Fiend are definitely happening. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, everybody else wide open. Yeah, I mean, 
with the next news story we've got, uh, obviously you'd have thought it was going to be Charlotte and Asuka, but um, mm. well, when we get to that, we'll address that. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing, like maybe Drew and Lashley, maybe a triple threat. Yeah, I feel like we might get that. But I'd rather it be a triple threat at this point. Uh, with who? Who was the third man? Seamus. Okay. Just have the three big fuckers knocking lumps out of each no, other. No Keith Lee. Well, isn't Keith injured? I, I, I didn't know if it was COVID-related or he's, it was an actual injury or if he was just... Sounds like he's injured. Oh. But then he's not... He's not clarified anything and needs WWE, which makes it sound like it's something they're trying to put keep a bit of a Twitter the other day, like I've not been on, I've not wrestled for a month. He's just like, I'm sorry, or like bear with me, or something like that. He, he said something about how he appreciates people saying you miss him, mm. which makes it sound like I don't know. Mm. They, they should they should do like a a match, like a like a. Like money in the bank, they should do with people who just haven't been used to fucking ages. So like, yeah, Keith Lee, Murphy, uh, Andrade, Alistair Black, Alistair Black. Uh, yeah. Ricochet. Yeah, just do that. That'd be nice. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's weird, isn't it, that they've not got at least e- even a direction. Probably the only other thing as well is the Bad Bunny, Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison. Oh yeah, was that? Yeah. Um, hey, did you did you see Bad Bunny's? Um, leather suit that he was wearing the other day no did he borrow Where... it from seth no he borrowed it from kane by the looks of things because it, it had the kane pattern on it <laughs> awesome. like genuinely it was like a black suit with like the red like flames up the legs quality like up the side of the leg and then he had like the red like spikes going across the blaze <laughs> it was awesome nice um second best suit in wrestling this week i think <laughs> Not one's beating Pentagon's uh, red velvet, crushed red velvet suit that he was wearing on Dynamite on Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Wrestling Observer are reporting that Asuka is concussed and her stats for WrestleMania is up in the air. Obviously, that was what we just referenced with the women's yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's one or two ways it feels like they're going either. Either the the kind they seem to be kind of having a lot of women throw the name in the hat, like they're going to do a multi-woman match for the title. Yeah. Which I'd actually be okay with rather than just having Asuka versus Charlotte again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anything um, but that. Especially if it means that, like, Charlotte's just going to fucking flatten Asuka. Um, <laughs> We're going to get yeah, a multi-woman match. They're going to chuck Rhea Ripley in and she's going to come in and do what they did with Shayna Baszler last year and she's just going to eviscerate everyone. <laughs> and win the title. That'd be good. Yeah. I'll take or that. have Shayna do that. Or that, or um, <laughs> but I, I feel like Rhea, Rhea would be a really good show for her. Mm. Um, but yeah, ho- hopefully Asuka's okay. Um, yeah, man. She obviously took a nasty kick to the face from Shayna. Bloody hell, yeah, <laughs> it was awful. I saw a, a clipping of that again the other day, and good grief. <laughs> yeah, it's just their fucking teeth getting boozed though, isn't it? Oh, mate, yeah, yeah. Not so so what's next? Um. Heal by Nature has explained this week that WWE is apparently having trouble trademarking the name Dean Ambrose without the performer's written consent. <laughs> what the fuck? I wonder what happened to that guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they've got it. They let they accidentally let the uh, trademark expire. Normally, they kind of like just roll them over just so they can keep them. 
Yeah. Um, they've accidentally let it expire, and now because John Moxley is still very much alive, he didn't get blown up on Sunday at Revolution. Um, <laughs> because of that, he's they need this written consent, and obviously John Moxley hates the fucking idea of Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. and doesn't want fuck all to do with it. So I imagine he's not going to be very cooperative with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bless him. Um, either way, it's just mad, isn't it? They probably they probably fired the person doing the uh, doing all that stuff, didn't they, during the pandemic? <laughs> oh shit! Hang on, where's the guy that deals with that? <laughs> That's why it's been forgotten with. <laughs> yeah. Why, oh, why would they want to trademark it though? Like it's not like it can continue selling merch. Like who's still buying that? I mean, they've weirdly they took Brock's merch off like the second his contract expired. There's still Dean Ambrose merchandise on the website. It's like on clearance, but it's still there. Wow. I imagine it's because they've like they just made a shit ton of stuff. <laughs> and then like because when you think about it as well, like there's obviously the the interview he did with Jericho where he's talking about it. He's like, Yeah, like I literally was had no intention of going back and they thought I was gonna just be taking a couple of months off and coming back. Oh, what was this when he didn't resign? Mm-hmm. Damn. Oh, so, Clearly, they've they've had plans in the pipeline for him, and they probably still like hope he's going to come back so they Never. can do like they can do that shield reunion. But yeah, not happening. Not not well. Um, not all Vince McMahon's breathing anyway. <laughs> um, speaking of McMahon's, uh, Fightful Selective reported that Shane McMahon's stupid promo from Raw went as scripted. Uh, they had a lot of people. They had a lot of people actually asking if Shane was all right and if he'd had like a stroke or something. <laughs> um, because of the way he was talking, which um I like taking him forever to get to his point. Uh, it's WWE's plan to ensure that Shane McMahon is less likable. I mean, can he get having less, less likable than he is at the moment? It's just sweaty, I mean, try hard dad. He's, he's already got and... fuck off heat from me. Um, but <laughs> there we go. Crap. <laughs> Crap, crap, crap this week. It was total rubbish. Yeah. Oh, that's another match that seems set in stone for me, doesn't it? Shane, Shane and Braun. And Braun. But the thing is, the thing is, and I, I read a little bit more after this, apparently the backstage kind of view on this is that Shane is going to this as the heel and Braun as the, the baby face. Stop booking Braun as a baby face. He's not. He shouldn't ever be face. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's really hard, that, isn't it, when neither of them are likable? Well, there's that. <laughs> that's that's the way I see it. Um, and I, if I was them, I'd just ignore the fact that Braun was ever the fucking Universal Champion because that was a shit reign. I mean, they kind of have. Uh, like it, brought it up on brought it up on Raw this week, didn't he? Yeah, so I'm a former champion. It back so, well, up this, you're, like, you're not. You're not the, the, he's like, I'm a former champion. They're like, yeah, but you're not. You're not a proper champion, are you? I'm like, well, what are you trying to say about yeah, Roman then? If Braun you were holding it, it for Roman. You were a fucking placeholder, mate. <laughs> no, play the game, Braun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on. A tweet from AEW's Dax Harwood, um, formerly, um, I've forgotten his name Scott now. Dawson. Scott Dawson, because he's been in AEW for, yeah. Um, Scott Dawson. Uh, it led to speculation that Chad Gable's WWE contract will be up soon. Um, a, the tweet was something along the lines of, I know you can't reply to this. Because obviously yeah. different promotions, but you will be out too soon, or in a couple of months that will change so, or something. So yeah, basically, um, 
basically, there's two tweets. He put out the first one was that it was Otis's birthday or Gable's birthday or something. Right. And Otis had, Otis had tweeted Gable and Gable said, my number one guy or something like that. And Dax Harwood, who loves to stay in the pot on Twitter anyway, <laughs> um, he, he basically put, um, wait, he's your number one? I thought I was. I know you won't be able to re- reply to me for about two months, maybe a bit more. Um, ah, that was it. And then, and then shortly after, I think it was like a day after, because obviously everyone's talking about that, like, oh, oh shit. He uh, <laughs> put another tweet out, which was like a gif of FTR versus, um, oh, sorry, The Revival versus American Alpha. And oh, yeah. it, was so, it was something like, uh, I won't have to wait too much longer for this match to happen again. So trying to, try to tell me Jason maybe, Jordan's jumping ship as well. <laughs> I mean, I I wouldn't say no to seeing those those two wrestle again. Like, like they the, were awesome. I love them. Yeah, the revival and American Alpha's matches yeah. were so good. Yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset. Um, Chad Gable as well. He's so good, and he just seems like it. It's typical like Vince and Bruce Pritchard mentality that he's so, he's not the tallest guy. So they're just like, oh, he's not, he's not, he's not going to be a star, is he? The only reason Daniel Bryan got to that position was because people fucking loved him. Yeah. Whereas they've not got fans at the moment. So how, how are they, people going to start warming to Gable? Getting I mean, someone over properly, yeah. They fucked his credibility when they started calling him Shorty G anyway. Jesus That was Christ. the beginning and the end. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on. WWE filed trademarks for Symbiosis and Frankie Monet. Um. Symbiosis sounds like a fucking tag team or a stable, doesn't it? Yeah. Sounds like another retribution. Yeah, I I thought that, like Venom. Yeah. Well, the trademark for Symbiosis was filed uh, on the 9th of March um, for use in entertainment services. The name comes from two Greek words meaning with and living. So it could be a stable. It could be to do with a game maybe yeah um no idea frankie monet intrigues that's clearly a character yeah but symbiosis maybe a faction uh it's not a pay-per-view name is it a tag team yeah yeah no idea Uh, intriguing very intriguing very very another one um should we move to some nxt let's do it mate let's do it um kicking off with some chat from brian alvarez of the wrestling observer live he revealed this week that the nxt women's tag team titles were meant to be introduced at takeover vengeance day uh, last month in the dusty women's uh cup classic final um, but they weren't ready on time it felt like that would have been the opportune time to kind of introduce them the kind of the culmination of the cup yeah it, it can it kind of feels like the they've done this little mini storyline where they got fucked over so they could do this. Yeah. But then I wonder, I wonder if um, Shotty and Amber would have took the belts off them as quickly as they did then, or if they maybe just won them. Mm-hmm. Seems seems very odd, but... um, It does, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm still irked a bit that they didn't just have, like, the ones that Shayna and Nia have and just have those on NXT and actually just migrate them to NXT and they stay on there rather than, oh, we, we need to have new belts. Like, why? It's not like the tag team division on Raw and SmackDown's flourishing that you need to have them on there. 
Like there's more yeah. ta- more women's tag teams on NXT than there is SmackDown and Raw combined. So yeah. why they've had to introduce their own ones just is beyond me. But it's just yeah. is what it is. But yeah. Vince trying to just distance himself from NXT because he didn't beat AW in the ratings, so he sputtered them. Well, you were beating TNA. You were beating TNA as soon as you moved to TNA. I keep calling it that. Impact. Impact. (laughs) As soon as you moved to a Tuesday. (laughs) Well, we'll see about that. More on that later. Um, (laughs) So Miranda Gordy, um, daughter of Terry Bam Bam Gordy from the fabulous Freebirds, has had a tryout with NXT recently. She's previously nice. worked in the USA and Japan. Um, apparently, Michael Hayes put it together, obviously, because friend of a dad's, former former tag team partner of a dad's. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he said that he didn't want to, he didn't want to like just give her a job for anyone who was wondering because that's not how she would have wanted to do it. That's not how he would have wanted to do it. And that's not how her dad would have wanted to do it. So nepotism. Yeah, but it's quite cool that he's a he's like got her a tryout. Um, I've I've not seen a wrestler. I've seen a couple of pictures. Obviously, looks looks like she's um she'd be a good like powerhouse, like a dad. Um, awesome. Yeah. Hopefully, she gets the uh, the job. Indeed. Uh, moving on uh, on the Wrestling Observer Live, uh, Mr. Alvarez again said that he heard months ago that Raquel Gonzalez was likely to be the woman who would defeat Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. <clears throat> Obviously, for those that have watched NXT this week. Um, they very much alluded to that, and we are actually getting a match between them. I'm not sure when, whether it will be takeover stand deliver, take over, or takeover stand deliver, or before that. I mean, standard is still what three, four. Uh, there's only three, four weeks off actually. Three weeks away. Yeah, yeah. it's not that bad. Um, but yeah, it it definitely feels that way. It's a shame that if that leads to the kind of the splitting up of Kai and Gonzalez though as a tag team because they've been really, really good elevated each other a lot over the last few months or they do continue to be a tag team and gonzalez is still the champion and then they go off and they chase for the tag titles as well maybe but have a both, gonzalez hold seems both. gone hold both. Have a hold both yeah yeah absolutely but yeah Ra- raquel gonzalez pretty much since ripley left um it was kind of like I, well that's going to be who's the next I mean, big challenger the next yeah they had a pin uh, EO at War Games, didn't they? They did, yeah. Yeah. So you'd have thought that he would have gone sooner than that. Mm-hmm. I but thought then they had I the whole tag was... team thing in the works, didn't they? Just before we knew about the Dusty Cup. So yeah, I I thought that she was kind of like a shoe in for um, New Year's Evil to be getting a shot, but obviously they did the last woman standing match mm-hmm. with Rhea instead. Yeah. Um, Which was bloody good. Oh, it was awesome. That yeah. was a really good match. Um, but yeah, I think. Raquel definitely seems like the logical person to take that belt off Io, and yeah, she's she's one of my favorites to watch in NXT at the moment. So mm. I'm, I'm not complaining about that. Certainly. Um, yeah, <laughs> in other news, Fightful have said that uh, WWE will soon be bringing in several international talents to the Performance Center who've been signed but unable to travel to the USA due to the uh, global pandemic. Um, we were talking about this a little earlier, weren't we, on NXT UK and. Mm-hmm. possibly a few of them going over there and again to go to this week's episode of nxt um we saw jordan devlin and him saying he wants to come over and, and get himself a tan in that florida sun so yeah it'd be interesting to see who they bring over for this yeah i, I feel um 
Nathan Fraser, aka Ben Carter, might be a a good kind of hinted one. Um, Do you reckon so soon? Yeah, it just just feels weird. You'd like have him do like a few bits in NXT UK, and then just completely repackage him. Like mm. he's a new wrestler. Like that that would indicate to me that maybe he's going to NXT um, proper. But then I don't know. Could be wrong. Um, yeah, I guess so because. I'm assuming like a vast majority of the American audience don't watch NXT UK. So them rebranding his character on NXT UK wouldn't make a difference mm. and be like, oh, well, well, it's saying that unless they've watched AEW Dark and they saw his match as Ben Carter. I don't know, but yeah. He, I he, was, on an, he was on an episode of Dynamite as well, actually. Was he? Yeah, he wrestled Scorpio Sky on Dynamite. So. Oh, okay. He, he, so he's had some TV time, like yeah, to the American the, audience. He's had some. He's had some mainstream TV time. It's whether it or not. Um, that's why. Maybe that's why WWE want to kind of distance him from that name. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, obviously they've signed their sorry from Japan, and I can't remember his name. They, they signed a couple of Japanese wrestlers. Okay. Um, obviously they've like various various parts of the pandemic. They've been stuck like in Japan because of the travel restrictions. So, mm. um. I imagine it'll be mainly them, but then obviously there's there's a few other people um, who are traveling, like Devlin. Um, yeah. But yeah, inter- interesting to see where it shows up. Mm. And obviously we're constantly speculating that uh, Big Daddy Vault is going to show up in NXT and do a murder <laughs> on Tommaso Ciampa any day now. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, last little bit of NXT news. Um Their proposed move to Tuesday seems to be now in doubt, as talks are said to be far apart between NBC and the NHL, which was causing the move to happen in the first place. I still think it's going to happen. It it all depends. So uh, the the reason it was going to be happening was because uh, the NBC Sports Channel, I believe it was called, Mm. they'd shut down. So they were going to be moving that all those games to the USA Network, which is where NXT is. Right. Um, so rather than move NXT around, like every now and again, they'd sooner just move it to just move just it and have it permanently. Yeah. Um, now, because the far apart and talks, apparently it's a money thing. And ESPN, who are obviously owned by Disney, who obviously have fucked on the money behind them, <laughs> and now trying to kind of like buy that contract out from underneath them, um, which expires in October. So if that's the case, then NXT won't either have a reason to move. Um, yeah, true. So it, it, it it's interesting. I, I'd rather it happened on just move it to Tuesday, and then it's easier for wrestling fans. It's it's more accessible for wrestling fans, like to be able to watch it on the yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Arsenal round about Arsenal round about like the um, ratings and the numbers and all that. Well, the easiest way to boost the ratings is not have it go head to head with another wrestling show exactly but yeah people and especially when people want to watch both but they can't watch both at the same time mm. it's it, a it, fucking slog isn't it at times yeah like i i'd i'd much prefer to just like i mean the way the way i do it anyway just to kind of like pull the curtain back as i watch usually watch aw live and then i watch nxt the next day yeah in the afternoon so I'm not like watching them either, but watching them back to back or trying to watch them at the same time and take notes. It's just stupid. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it just it, 
it just makes more sense, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's happy with that. It would make everyone yeah. happy. Just do it. That's it. That's it. Um, moving on to AEW news now. Fightful spoke to um, spoke to names backstage at AEW Revolution this weekend and confirmed that the Wrestling Observer radio report of Kenny Omega being upset about the situation unfolding the way it did in regards to the explosion at the end not happening properly um, were in fact true. Um, they were also told that the third-party rigging crew responsible kind of for setting it all up brushed the situ- situation off and weren't very apologetic about the way things happened, uh, leading to pre- pretty significant heat on them. One wrestler joked um, that they were... They wish the rigging crew would have got that kind of heat during the main event segment instead of the wrestlers and the company, oh, and then they wouldn't be in this situation. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty shitty that the kind of pyrotechnic crew have sort of washed like of it. their fault. One yeah. job, one job, guys. And the thing is, as well, is that it, it's like the only fucking time it mattered that yeah. they yeah. had like botched pyros, not yeah. like. You could have had Bosch Pyro on an entrance or something like that, fine. But when you've built that up so much and it's the absolute grand finale, the one time that you you shouldn't be fucking up. Yeah, credit credit to AW for kind of the way they explained it off. Made the best of a bad situation, (laughs) the best they can. Yeah. Don Callis saying, oh yeah, well, we wanted to disappoint you. Um, (laughs) Yeah, all right. (laughs) Um, Brilliant. Yeah. But it's shitty that they're there act that way. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Anna Jay, who sustained a uh, shoulder injury, I think it was last month, month before, maybe January, February. It was. Time. It was January. Yeah, it was early January. Yeah. Um, during training as well, not during a match. Apparently, I read. Yeah. Um. She was so obviously she's like still very very new at wrestling. She still uh, does a lot of uh, like learning in um, QT Marshall School in Nightmare Factory uh-huh. and dur- just during a, co- during a class, just half a shoulder. Um, thought it was not as serious as first thought. Kind of carried on just just train, do like training as normal and then it turned out, actually, no, you need surgery. Mm. Um, she had re- has revealed rather though this week that she has had successful shoulder surgery, which is great news. Um, I don't know if they've put any kind of timeline on it. I know there were some initial reports that said six to 12 months. Um, uh, yeah, they've just said six to 12 months. Yeah. Um, okay. But then she, she on a tweet, weirdly, she said, I'm going to just kind of like eat ice cream and soup for two days and then I'm going to start trading again. So whether it's not as serious as we thought, maybe, hopefully that's the case because she's immensely talented and mm. I'm really looking forward to coming back already. So yeah, uh, she just... said, hi, everyone. Uh, I just got out of my shoulder surgery and all is well. For the next two days, I will most likely sleep and eat only ice cream and soup. But after that, I will be working my ass off in any way I can. Thanks for all the support and well wishes. So that's good. She's yeah. on the road John... to recovery now that's happened. John Silver needs someone to shout the name of very, very desperately. <laughs> he, he revealed on being the elite. He can't say cult properly. He can't say you know properly. So he needs to shout Anna, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, brilliant segment there. <laughs> and finally, with AW news, obviously the massive news of the new signing, Christian Cage, aka Christian from WWE. Um, 
WWE higher ups were were reportedly let down that Christian jumped to AEW per Fightful Select, but acknowledged that it was on the company for not locking him into a deal. Um, Imagine, like, it, I, I was telling you just before this, I was listening to his podcast he did with Rene Paquette about yeah. about it, and he was like, yeah, they hadn't really offered me anything concrete, whereas AEW were like, we want you to have a full-time deal and be a trainer as well. And like, yeah, that's yeah. a no-brainer. Yeah, you've got people like that that are, are wanting to work for you, and... Like they're there already. It's not like they're bumming about doing nothing. Like Christian was very much kind of there and about sort of thing. Like obviously he appeared at the Rumble and stuff like that. How do you just let people like that slip through your fingers when they've got so much to give still, whether it's in or out of the ring? It's mad. I mean, he looked amazing in the Rumble. Like he he looked so good in the Rumble. Like I couldn't believe he not wrestled for seven years. It's nuts. It's mental. Um, so he good. looked like he looked like he like only had like a week or two off. It was insane. <laughs> um, and also the other thing, which we kind of touched on on the AW podcast, was he's already like shown he's willing to leave if he's not getting like what he wants. Like he yeah, did, he did exactly. it. He did it in two thousand and six, I think, and went to TNA. Yeah. yeah, and then they made him the world champion, and then he came back and he was a bigger name because of it. And mm. they ended up doing the same thing in WWE. So why on earth would they like not think? That he's gonna go. Okay, well, fuck it. I'm just gonna okay, go to the other company. I'm yeah. gonna show why I'm not. Well, and that's what he said. He said, he said he firmly believes he's one of the best wrestlers and like to ever do it. And he's got that much belief in himself that he still thinks he's got that much to offer. It's like, well, of course he's gonna go elsewhere. Of course he will. Yeah, exactly. Fair play. Insane. Yeah. Like absolute madness. <laughs> um, and one last little bit. Um. Let you read this one, Troy. I know you're excited about this. Oh, God, I am. (laughs) (laughs) So, Impact Wrestling have announced that the winner of the title unification match between Moose and Rich Swan at Sacrifice will face Kenny Noodlehair Omega in a title versus title match at Rebellion on April the 24th. Fuck me. I'm happy with that. Give Moose the belt, then give him all of the belts. I mean... It's not going to happen. Kenny's definitely winning the Impact title. He there's is. no, he there's is. no way in hell Tony Khan will let anyone from Impact hold the AW title, <laughs> especially with the with the long term story they've had Kenny doing now for like the better part of a year. What is his best up. Thanos impression? Trying to collect all of the all of essentially, the rings, yeah, all of the stones. Um, <laughs> but just the slow sort of decline to turn and heel, and then the the whole he's been working with Don Callis all along. Yeah. It was Callis all along. It was Callis all um, along. <laughs> and, and and just the fact that obviously they are like alluding to the fact that Kenny's gonna go and get all the belts. Yeah. Um and then they've obviously the the only person who's gonna be taking that belt off Kenny is Hangman. Like yeah. that but that being said I'm very, very excited to see Moose versus Omega after the little bit he did in a hard to kill. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. They they're gonna tear the fucking house down. It's gonna be so when they good. wrestle. So good. Moose rightfully and deservedly, well, not the match hasn't happened yet. I imagine he's beating Rich Swan. It's gonna be Kenny and, and Moose. But well, Moose finally Weirdly getting... enough, Moose has never held the impact championship. That's what I mean. Finally so, getting that. 
and it's yeah, mad that he hasn't. And especially because, like, no disrespect to to Rich Swan, but he's not been a very good world champion. No, nah. he doesn't really feel like a world champion. That's not to say he's a bad wrestler because he's not. He's a very good wrestler. Yeah, but just doesn't feel like a world champion. Not felt like a world champion. Whereas you put Moose in there, he looks like a star. He looks like it. Yeah, he dresses like a fucking star. <laughs> it's just awesome. Yeah, give or... Moose. Can he give wait? Moose that and then have Moose take it back off Omega and mm. yeah when is Sacrifice Great. is that this weekend it is tomorrow tomorrow Ooh. yeah also on the card is um, Finn Juice the team David Finley and Juice Robinson versus the Good Brothers nice. and I'm trying to think what else there's a couple of decent little matches on there I think uh, Sammy Callahan versus Matt Cardona might be on there as well nice yeah, couple, right. couple of uh, decent matches. Might yeah. might check it out. Probably will. Probably won't know because we'll be playing games until the wee hours. Yeah, might might put it on the background while we're still playing games. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up the news. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of a short one this week. Not much going yeah. on in the world of wrestling. I, I do have, I do have another rest of the world one actually that I have uh, just had pop up on my phone. <laughs> Not quite breaking news, um, but MLW uh, apparently they've been holding off a marquee match between Jacob Fatu, friend of the podcast, Ooh. and Alex Hammerstone, who, if you haven't seen him, is an absolute fucking meat castle. Um, <laughs> he's also um, he's also like the mid cards, I think, oh, the middleweight champion of MLW. I, th- I don't know if they were going to be doing like. Uh, um, unification or whatever uh but yeah they've been holding off that they ended up bringing in like because obviously jacob fatu's in contra which is like the heel faction they brought in a guy called mads kruger um and he was meant to be kind of like just just kind of stopping the road while they wait for fans to come back and then that's that's evolved into its own storyline so while they're doing that just having jacob fatu do all the stuff this um, Alex Hammerstone guy, I've just looked him up, is an absolute unit. He's huge, isn't he? <laughs> he looks he's a big Just looks like a big fucking Viking. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So uh, that'll be very, very interesting to see. Indeed. So that wraps up the news. Um, like I say, short one this week. Not too much going on, but still, we always jump into it. We always get cracking with whatever we can find. Um, thanks for joining us as always. Uh, at time of recording, it's a Friday. We will be doing our charity gaming marathon live stream from 12 p.m. UK time. Uh, it will be the usual UWP guys and any friends and anyone else viewing that wants to jump in and take part in a multitude of games throughout the day. Um, all of the donations um at justgiving.com forward slash UWP gaming. Uh, go to the Leeds Hospitals Charity Fund. So donate, jo- uh, join in, tune in, uh, get involved, um, and we'll catch you then. Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.